One of my greatest fears is that Toronto comes through this crisis and sees its main street businesses decimated and our streets devoid of the activity that make our city's life in normal times so exciting and so fulfilling. With this in mind, city staff are working on developing a range of solutions with partners in the community, while also continuing to advocate for additional support from the provincial and federal governments to ensure that we don't lose our small business community. That's our Mayor John Tory talking about the federal government. And, you know, it has been criticized that this $40,000 interest-free loan that's available to small businesses, as well as the 75% wage subsidy, just isn't working for businesses. Numerous businesses would rather that we follow the uh, government's lead in Australia, France, Denmark, United Kingdom. Our current plan focuses on loans rather than addressing the true need, and that is rent relief for small businesses and their landlords. On the line right now, Nathan Hines from the Old Spot Pub. Nathan, welcome to the show. You're on the Danforth, right? Yes. I believe I've been to your pub before. It's a it's a lovely spot, and it's a de- definitely a neighborhood local. Uh, the province ordered restaurants to close over a month ago, and they're allowing them only to stay open for takeout orders. I was surfing around before this interview yesterday in anticipation of talking to you, and you are doing takeout orders, but you're limited. You're only Thursday through Sunday. Are you filling, filling enough uh, orders to survive right now? Uh, no, um, it's we just started last weekend. Uh, it's more kind of a desperation move. We want to, we have our landlords being friendly and working with us, and uh, we have some people that uh, need to get back to work. So we wanted to kind of show some good faith to our landlord that we were doing everything in our power that we were allowed to do to generate some income so that we don't lose our, our business. Um, that was really the biggest reason for it. You brought up the fact that your landlord is, you know, being good to you. And uh, yeah, that probably speaks to the fact that you're a great tenant. And landlords know that at the end of this, they'd rather have somebody in their space than not in their space. And you guys have, you know, a working relationship that you've established with each other over years. Many landlords are working for with their tenants, but there are a few that are not uh, helping out their tenants at all. Um, and the worry is, is that if businesses go down, uh, that, of course, leaves us with a critical shortage of employment opportunities, as well as something called a ghost neighborhood. How I, I'm hearing that as of the 16th of this uh, month, which is tomorrow, if you haven't paid your landlord for April 1st, they are legally allowed to change the locks on the property. Do you know of anybody facing this situation on the Danforth? Yeah, a few of my neighbors, for sure. I mean, I think a couple of things is that I think that not stepping in and, and enacting a rent freeze during this is is absurd. I mean, to, to, to kind of leave it up to us to negotiate uh, with the good faith of our creditors to work this out on our own is insane. I mean, we've been mandated by the government to close and but all of our fixed costs surrounding us that work directly with us are being told well you can collect money just as if uh, business is going on normally which is it's an insane thing to imply and hearing our politicians saying talking to landlords from their pulpits telling them to work with your tenants you know do the right thing i mean that's why are we made mandated to close but everybody else just has to use their common sense I mean, we're doing this for the the, the good, the greater good, um, but we're the only ones who have to do that for the greater good. Everybody else gets to co- banks get to collect interest, landlords get to collect, utilities get to collect, everyone gets to collect except for us on the front line. Uh, we're just left to burn, and and it's absurd. 
the NDP are putting together a plan. It's called Save Main Street, and it is uh, with the small and medium businesses in mind. They also are hoping to help charities and community-based nonprofits with this plan. Uh, Part of the plan is a 75% commercial rent subsidy of up to $10,000 a month for three months, a utility payment freeze. Anything else in this plan that uh, for you... Uh, points at, 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 you know, people in the restaurant and service industry and something they definitely need. Yeah, I mean, sorry, I just want to say one other thing just about, um, you mentioned the loan before, just how it relates to the rent as well. The, the problem with uh, giving people a loan um, in a situation like this is that their revenue has stopped. So that's just additional debt that it's going to be nearly impossible to pay off in time to get that $10,000 forgiveness or any kind of interest-free. I mean, it, it, it's absurd. Also, landlords are using that the not friendly landlords are using that as ammunition like if uh, one of my neighbors went to their landlord and said hey i need i need a break on the rent we're not getting any revenue and his response was get the loan because it's being pitched as this big savior for small businesses by the government uh but meanwhile so the landlords are looking at that and saying well there's your out get that money and pay me so that's i think yeah a lot of a lot of businesses don't qualify for that loan as well i'm hearing yeah, I mean, there's so many problems with it. It's it, you, where to start. I mean, we could be here all day talking about <laughs> why that's not the right answer. So uh, as far as this, the NDP plan goes, uh, are you looking at this plan thinking this one makes the most sense? Uh, compared to the other ones, sure. But I mean, it's the thing is, is that I think with a lot of these problems, is it's relative to geography. I mean, having this 75% up to 10000 what about some of the bigger restaurants in downtown Toronto that are paying thirty and forty thousand dollars a month in rent? That that's completely useless to them. I mean, to some of the smaller mom and pop ones, sure, but um, it's 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 like the CERB giving somebody two thousand dollars a month to live on when the average uh, price of a one bedroom apartment in Toronto is twenty two hundred. Again, I was having a hard time wrapping my head around that one, which was part of the reason I felt obliged to open putting myself and my family at risk. And, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, I had to do that because, you know, I, I have got people who've worked for me for years saying, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, especially not knowing how long it's going to go. Yeah, nearly 10% of the restaurants in the country have already closed permanently. Uh, food service sales are expected to be down nearly $20 billion for the second quarter of 2020. Today is National Takeout Day. That's really just, is, is, is takeout... Uh, the fact that restaurants are running, you know, takeout service, is that more for employees and for people, uh, the public, so that they can get a warm meal if they, you know, so desire and they can't cook and can't get groceries? That's less about the restaurants, isn't it? it well, yeah, sure. I mean, it's definitely a low-grade uh, Band-Aid because um, it's not sustainable. Like, for me, if I had to pay all my bills that as they are, I would be losing money every day. Um, and I, I may still be for all I, you know, so it's, it's really a stopgap. But again, guests that are coming in, guests that are calling me, very emotional, thanking me profusely. You know, they're getting a bit of normalcy. I had a group come in the other day and there was a bunch of neighbors and they all came in separately to pick up their takeout and they were going on Zoom to have their all to dinner together uh, birthday party, which I nice. thought was very sweet. So I think part of that is definitely feels good. But, you know, in this climate, it's good and bad. There's just as many people who think I'm a terrible person, I'm sure, for opening uh, that are thanking me. So, um, so, yeah. So what would you like to see ultimately? I would like to see, um, well, first of all, the immediate rent break for all small businesses and their employees who are have completely lost their incomes. Now, the CERB has helped that. But for small businesses, there needs to be a rent break immediately 
Um, I don't know how that would work out economically on the other side, whether it's tax breaks for the landlords. Yeah. Something that's got to happen right away. Same with utilities, same with interest payments, the banks, insurance payments, all these huge businesses that are allowed to collect money without it, without any uh, interruption, except that we can't afford it. And we're, you know, defaulting on everything Um, that needs to stop immediately. And then there needs to be a stimulus package because small businesses and restaurants in particular, 95% of their revenue goes directly back into the economy. So if we're given a stimulus package, it's not going to wealthy shareholders. It's not going to you know, uh, falsely inflate the value of a company. I'm going to pay my rent. I'm going to pay my taxes. I'm going to pay my employees and all the vendors I work with, which are often other small businesses. You know, that money is going to get funneled directly back into the economy. That feels like money very well spent. And, you know, this is a $90 billion industry. And because we're not consolidated and we don't have a lobbyist chirping in the ear of, you know, the finance minister, uh, we're being left out to dry. And, it's, and, and people know it. You know, r- regular people, it's not just business owners. Regular people look at me like I, like I got cancer or I just had a loved one die when they see me on the street because they know we're being left to burn. And, and all those jobs, those millions of jobs and all those small businesses are just going to be left to go bankrupt. And it just it, I can't I just can't believe it. I can't. There's a lot of coalitions like save. Yeah, there's a lot of coalitions like SaveHospitality.ca that are, you know, fighting to give uh, restaurateurs and their suppliers um, and farmers a, a voice right now in the government. Uh, do you think that's needed on a per, on a permanent basis? And that's one of the things that we're seeing with this pandemic. One of the outcomes will be restaurateurs will have a coalition in the lobby group. Oh, I hope so. And I mean, Save Hospitality, and, and I've been working with those guys. Those guys, it's not, you know, you look at their document and what they're saying. It's not a woe is me. They have a very clear and concise plan of action. That is, I, I just, I wish, I would love to get that in front of the finance minister and say, tell me why this isn't going to work. Because it's, right. it, it makes so much sense on every level, um, not just for the restaurateurs, but for all their employees, all their suppliers, all the, all the industries that surround it, which is a massive industry. It's like 4% of the GDP. It's 7% of the workforce. It's such a, collectively, it's such a huge thing. And uh, yeah, the Save Hospital, I, I highly recommend anyone listening to go there, sign the petition. That that is a very strong plan to fix this, and it needs. And if uh, and it, we we have had them on the show, that. so if you want to listen to the interview on the show, you can go to six forty toronto dot com. Uh, just look for SaveHospitality.ca on the Kelly Cotrera page, and you can listen to it. It is definitely worth a listen. They have a very uh, comprehensive and cohesive plan put together that they want the government to uh, help out restaurants like yours. Nathan, I appreciate your time today. Can you just give your restaurant a plug and maybe people will, I know that National Takeout Day, you're not open today, but you're open Thursday through Sunday. And uh, maybe somebody would love to order from your restaurant. So give us an idea of how we'll do that. Yeah, we've, well, we've got all the craveables that people love. And then we do like a family style special every week. Um, we're, we're sending out uh, Caesar kits and, you know, rum and Coke kits and gin smash kits. And our wine list has been dramatically reduced. So we'll deliver it right to your door. Um, we're just doing all the things we can to keep going. And hopefully we can ride out this uh, mess. And hopefully, like I said, our all levels of government step up and do the right thing before we're completely decimated. What's your website? It is uh, allspot.ca. All right. Well, thanks, Nathan. I really appreciate your time and I, I hear your plight and I, I uh, wish you all the best because I think the government needs to listen to our restaurateurs. Uh, you're right. You're necessary and you're an essential service. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you.